0: It's been 50 years of sex positive, psychedelic coquettes, and we're gonna celebrate that with a lot of music and fun and theater and a live piano performance here in the studio, here at Mutiny FN. So I'm not gonna give it all away, but it's gonna be so fun. So keep listening. We're gonna entertain you. Paul has something. Hopefully a little bit queued up. How's it going, Paul?
1: Absolutely. If you guys are just tuning in to iTunes, Stitcher, or any of those apps, you guys are just missed the intro. Say it again for us. What show are we on?
0: Sexploration with Monica and the Edge of Insanity.
1: We're really excited to have members of the Cockettes. And the Cockettes are golden. That's right. It's going to be Saturday, January 4, 2020 at the Victoria Theater here in San Francisco. And no. are no tickets available they (gasps) are sold out out. oh so that's right find your local scalper and get your tickets (laughs) now so we're gonna play a little bit of this this is great this is right from hot greeks and this is all about hot greeks we're gonna go right into that
2: yay i love this show dr aristotle said that form should be frenetic and further Tragedies, but Aristophanes wrote comedies. Comedies, Aristophanes, Aristophanes wrote comedies. He's the beast, Aristophanes. He was uh, uh, a 謝謝…
0: sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is Sexploration. Explore. Play. This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com.
1: I'm really excited to be back again with you. I know it's the holiday season and everything, but I'm really excited to have, I'm back with my friend, Monica Thomas.
0: Yeah, I've got some apple butter, made it from my tree.
1: Oh, made with for love. For
0: Christmas, that's right.
1: We've got a couple great people here in studios, and they're oh, representing yes, the seven. show we were just yeah. talking about, the Cockettes, and also the Thrill Peddlers. We have a little bit of the, a little bit of the Thrill Peddlers and the revival mm-hmm. stuff. Joining us today, we have DJ Dank.
3: Hello, how are you doing? Thanks Re- for having me.
1: Thank you for being here, And Bertie Bobwatt, how are you doing? I'm good. Hi. Hi. How are you today? We're I'm very so happy. Thanks excited. for the excited. Even I'm... though
0: it's a dark, dismal day outside, kind of misty and rainy, it's so gorgeous to drive over the bridge, knowing that we're doing this beautiful show in the city of San Francisco.
4: We're sitting on the edge of 2020, yeah, which is, I mean, you know, a new decade. It's Orwellian, but that went out in 1984. (laughs) Totally, (laughs) it's no one's, you know.
0: Feels like the future, doesn't it? It's like, oh my gosh, this is the 50th anniversary of the cockettes.
4: That's exciting! Amazing! It's the 50th. Anniversary of the Summer of Love, and yeah. and again, it is the turning of the decade, right. the turning of a in some ways, a century. Mm-hmm. At least it was thought of in the 1970s. You know, yeah. everything was going to be different from well, now on. Well, it, it is different. It is different. It's
0: different, of course, in different ways in, than we yeah. always anticipated. We were like, yeah, Ooh. flying cars, but the, no, what's really happening? The universe does that
4: too <laughs> you. Yeah. Gives you what you ask for, but yes. sometimes we do
0: have driverless cars, different. but right. like the I, queering has matured. I think in the culture and people are starting to be transgender at work and really talk about Transgender rights and very much. So I think that's so beautiful and exciting and of course it feels like wow that took forever 50 right. years? Oh, my
5: gosh.
3: Well, you know, the cockheads East. were doing it just, just to do it. They yeah. were gender fluid before that concept was even thought of or Invented. given a title. That's yeah. just what they did. If it wasn't for
1: people... Like sex
0: positive, Yeah, you know, being sex
1: positive mm-hmm. was one of them. Yeah. A lot of these terms were not coined. It became common nomenclature. A way kind of the, life. The thing of a, yeah, you know, a way of exactly. life, a thing of happening. And it's now, look at this, like you said, it's 50 years later. Some trends come back around like clothing, but some things never die.
0: In addition to identity and expressing yourself really isn't a trend. People still, I imagine, stick to it. It's just that with the ways that the political system and what's accepted in the dominant culture it, does shift and swing back and forth, but we're always moving inexorably forward. Well, like Even though we have Trump in office.
4: Today we we have the option to have a non-identity. Yeah, exactly. And that never happened before. You yeah. either were A or B. Right. You know. It was binary. Very binary. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't binary, you were expunged. You were, right. you, were you know, driven to the fringes, which mm-hmm. are great because a lot of good things happened on the yeah. fringes.
0: A lot of art. <laughs> a lot of art.
4: A lot of art. With the coquettes, they were originally part of the commune system that mm-hmm. sprung up in the summer of love. Mm -hmm. the late 60s. Their particular household was
1: the cauliflower?
4: And cauliflower commune was responsible for entertaining everyone. Right. There was one house that made the food for everyone. Right. And there was one okay. house that took care of all the finances and everyone's SSI mm. checks were sent oh. to that particular address and they took care of those things. And oh, there was wow. that, a really kind so of
0: had teams of detail management stuff. Right,
4: right. Oh, well, you cool. know, it's it's we're all I don't know, there's an interesting trend in in the modern age. In the old days you lived at your parents' house forever, maybe. You know, right. you inherited it. Now mm-hmm. we all once you're a certain age you have to get your own house. Right. You have to get your own you know what I mean? You have yeah. to go out. And, and the dual your income own, families you know and so then uh, yeah, so then it you becomes have to
0: buy your own box, get your own washing machine.
1: All of that. All mm-hmm. of that. You know, all and I think it's great stuff. for consumer culture. Exactly. Well it's but like, it's like George Carlin actually coined the term my stuff. Just right. it came with collective. Now, when people are going backwards, they're going to minimalists. Right. They would rather live in a eight by eight room in the middle of nowhere with just a little bit of water and facilities and a book.
0: Well, and they want to have that in the city, right? Well, Walking no, distance to everything.
1: Not, not necessarily. I think a well, lot of people sure. because a lot of but
0: the majority.
1: You know how like we're invading the rainforest. I think mm-hmm. uh, people are gentrifying mm-hmm. our neighborhoods that right. way, and they're changing the way the co- like the commune system here in the Haight-Ashbury. You just spoke of a very systematic and collective community that came together and were able to pull their resources and able to figure out whose strengths were what by working together. The, a lot of that has gone by the wayside. A lot of people are so involved in their devices or their own lives that they don't look outside Well, we're outside a very
0: individual culture. Like, we don't often do the whole family. I mean, we're starting to see a lot of that in polyamory. People do like chosen families well, for sure, yeah. the holidays.
3: In our culture, the drag family or whoever exactly. family mm-hmm. you choose mm-hmm. over, not over, but uh, to include what Even what, what, in what addition, family you have as now, well. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But a lot of times because you were rejected by your family for being so weird, I'm using finger quotes when I'm saying <laughs> weird. I mean, because we're making choices that the dominant culture doesn't approve of. So sometimes your parents right. don't approve of your choices. And it's so nice To be accepted Spend the holidays With chosen family
4: Well the the chosen family Thing didn't really happen Until the big influx To the cities Mm. Where suddenly You had workmates You had people Who lived in your Apartment buildings And you had An extended family Mm -hmm. And you had the capacity for them to accept you in different ways than mm-hmm. your a natural family might. So that kind of sprung out of that. So mm-hmm. it's very urban and certainly lovely that in 69, there was that structure. It wasn't without its problems.
0: Of course. There's you know, always and, darkness and, that we're like, oh, what can we learn from the shadow?
4: You mentioned well, yeah. President Orange earlier. Yeah. 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 well we had Nixon. Certainly that Hibiscus was sort of the messianic leader of the coquettes in a lot of ways, came to the commune because he was asked to leave a different area. Oh, really? He was far too unbridled and free of spirit to <laughs> deal with
3: the structure of that household.
1: Well, wow. and, he, and, and didn't he, he end up going and making his own sect,
3: kind of? What was it, the
1: name of the well, people
3: again? Uh, he, well, got, he started the Coquettes, and then after that, they transferred over to the Angels of Light. The mm-hmm. Angels of Light. Light, thank you. Because they right. didn't—they were more about doing shows rather than making any kind of profit or money or, right. or career type thing. It was more about the Monetary. spontaneous art at all right. times being everything, and you can't record it and make it worth anything. Ah. But It's, it's worth they, being there only.
0: Anti commodification. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Which is great. I
3: respect that. Of course, you know, in San San Francisco in twenty twenty, you really can't do that because
0: Well, I mean we also want to archive it. Yes, of course.
3: Whereas back in those days you could probably get like a whole giant San Francisco building somewhere for like two hundred fifty dollars a week. Exactly. And then put twenty five people into it. Exactly. Rumi Misabu believes in that.
4: It is part of the Howell Festival every year in New Mm -hmm. York. It's a free event there very elaborate wonderful performance
0: mm, I bet. so
4: the, you know there is still that but it did become an issue that broke things apart after and a while yeah after a while because right. it's like oh well, we can't buy all this glitter and lashes and fabulous stuff without some money yeah and exactly. then, you know and money
0: isn't important but it is sometimes necessary
4: it's one of the reasons why the story of cockets is very seminal right. is because it is that dance between doing it because it's art mm-hmm. and, and i love it and then doing it because you got to make a buck and totally. you got rent to or you're going to I gonna think pay we all have you. that
0: struggle. Oh you yeah, know. very much so. You yeah, have to choose it? between your values, your art and also capitalism. Well, and it's an
1: eternal struggle. Right? Because oh, yeah. a lot of us, especially any kind of artist, I should be able to do this and i'm doing it for the love of the I'm, game. Yeah. yeah
0: not uh, like we're raking in the cash with sex exploration with Monica and the edge of insanity well,
1: and then <laughs> well, I know a change is falling out of my pocket monica I have enough at least to put in your meter for the next 10 15 minutes so go. that's good. And, and that's what well, many... they just call
3: getting by for the moment and that's how you do it you right. know you're yeah. an artist exactly. I have like four or five different jobs yeah. many that felt I that exactly. it was a
4: sacred thing yes.
5: it,
1: it is and right? that, it
4: is. and then being sacred to take money for it Was a profanity,
1: it was a sin Mm. in itself.
4: I can see that,
0: but I'm also like, Well, uh,
4: yeah,
0: I mean, you can believe anything (laughs) this is.
3: You'll take take a $20 bill off the floor, and then it's okay, sure, it's 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 not not doing anything, it needs a company, yeah, yeah, poor thing, you know.
1: Well, I think you can be a starving artist, but (laughs) you still got to be alive to say the word starving artist. True. Right. Right. True. So you, you got to eat start your start pork and beans out of a can but or like a, something. Yeah, and I right. think
3: also that point of view is different. Fifty years different down the line in San Francisco, and we're in the middle of this oh, tech the, revolution.
5: So you so know, to buy a house you were, here. You
3: were talking about communes uh, supplying food. Yeah. I mean, so now, in that, and so in that context, does that mean now that, like, Grubhub is our commune? Grubhub I mean, is $15. No,
0: that's selling they out will to not the man. But I'm just saying,
3: you know, in this culture now, you go out at night and see what's going on, or even on the weekend when it used to be a lot more people. And basically now people are like getting on their bus and going well, to their corporate place and eating their corporate food and coming back and going upstairs, exactly. ordering they food, playing video games, smoking of. weed, and going to bed and we, not going out and participating. So that's a different be, um, atmosphere a that you're in. You mm-hmm. used
4: to be able to find a, someplace an empty storefront and have your rock and roll band play in it but now you couldn't yeah you know well I mean? it'd be easy
3: to find the empty storefront well it would yeah. be that but they wouldn't let it you play the sad. rock and roll band <laughs>
0: yeah because there would be noise, ordinances right. then and we would have
3: to and, and the thing Donating, is you then you get and... yeah, caught up in having to get all kinds of event permits event and permits insurance and coverage and workers comp look at the difference empty storefronts
1: places with packaging paper up on oh, it yeah. and it says for lease that have been there for years, years. back in the day you would be able to go up to the owner and go hey Man, want to make a little money on a Thursday night? Can we do a party? Can we do a party? Can we have a gig? <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's do it. Right. There's so many and opportunities. It's different. Well, and, it, and there's so many just, more artists now. Yeah.
4: Well, but then I'm yeah. uh, not to bring things down. But then you had something like the Ghost Fire. The Ghost oh, Fire. Oh yeah. The the you ship know fire. that that was my roommate had been there. You know yeah. and knew the, and all the people.
1: Uh, and it it's, was quite a what a horrible itself. situation. We're yeah. in that kind of situation. We don't have people living in well, our San studio. We have, but I mean we don't have people living in our studio. Right. But we've had people. We've had people that have had to pull up a stage. You know, pull up a pallet and, right. and the rest for right. the night and we've had people from out of town we we actually host a, an event every year that brings like I think a hundred different artists from all around, around the country and the world you walk into our establishment we still have the rugs on the floor the tapestries on the wall right. we're still trying to represent independence here but well, it's, it's a the, struggling thing it's a
0: co-op people right. actually participated in the construction of this studio
4: right Well, and know? once again to a certain extent I mean I know you are but you're not for profit right Right. You know that profit comes into the into the yeah. play having no, done a lot um, of things there is with money the, involved with the thrill peddlers mm-hmm. they had a, a lovely space uh, which was donated it to the, a really underneath the
0: freeway but kinda? they also
4: it was called the Hippodrome. yeah the that's right. and so much there but i mean again it, it's kind of like you didn't have the money to come in and like they're doing now and completely renovate the theater and rip things out and put things in and so it, it maintained itself very nicely it was a fun place to be but it was kind of to me the old sort of san francisco that you saw a lot the of
0: hypnodrome well, Very
4: much the so. hypnodrome or it was the modern early
3: 2000s version of old san francisco
4: well even right. even mutiny fm is not like the wine bars of the castro no or, no no which to me seemed very foreign you know god love them for being there because well, there's yeah. not things there but it's not right. to me that kind of crunchy hodgepodge
0: where things are literally New just stapled to the wall. Well, everything yeah. is like, you know, uh-huh. there's Christmas Ecclesic.
4: trees hanging upside yeah.
1: down and <laughs> everything is kind of like. <laughs> well, if, if we have a Christmas tree upside down, it probably has a joint or something hanging oh, from it. So yeah. that's probably, it's so. like mistletoe with something <laughs> else on it or something else. <laughs> mistletoe, but, I can see. Yeah, there you go. Let's go back a little bit as far as the inception. This all started with. Wanting to go to the midnight movies in
0: 1972, uh, really? No, 69. 69.
3: Oh, 69. 69, 69. It started. Okay. Um, there was a midnight movie thing going on, and do you remember the story on this completely? Well, I kind of do, but go for it. Go yeah, for you
4: it. could, you could be sage and tell everyone. Oh. Well, you can correct me if I get it wrong. Okay. S- yeah. Sebastian was running the midnight movies over at uh, Palace. Correct. He's in North Beach. In North Beach. Yeah. Well. And I think it used to be called the Pagoda
1: Palace, but I think they dropped the Pagoda Oh, you Palace. know something. But I don't know. know. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't don't know. I hate, hold it to you. I hate
4: to be... Uh, no, all right. A, uh, but anyhow, long story short, he asked Hibiscus to bring a couple of his friends. Yeah. To perform a kick line and yeah, do a little
3: something, something for the show, something, something, and of course
0: in the theater because they would do these midnight,
1: they would do these midnight movies, and it was always the old musicals like Fred Astaire and stuff like that. So everybody would go and get high, yeah, or and hang out.
4: They were art films that wouldn't show in other places, like Mm. B
1: films or whatever. Well,
4: like a lot of or your underground uh, John Waters film. Uh, There you
1: go. Because we were just thinking about John Waters and Divine and that whole time
4: now you can show them in your living room if you want but at the time it was all coming out. I mean, you know, no one wanted to see. Yeah, it. Kenneth Anger. No one wanted to see like anybody eat dog poo on stage. So it was at, at a you know, that the midnight movie and right. went. like they still do with Rocky Horror. Well, see, now that was, a, was it, always considered a
1: blue film in a way. Well, and it's see, not
0: funny. Yeah, I know yeah. it's so
1: PG now. I know <laughs> it is. Well, and then it's you their
0: look- big white underpants. You are like ah.
1: <laughs> well, you look at things like that. You look at Rocky Horror. Wasn't that a, kind of an homage to the Cockettes? It was definitely an way. homage to
3: the. That the Cockettes were starting. I mean, right. they didn't have the I glitter the bearders or any of the more hippie aspects of it. But it was definitely, d- glam, uh, it, was, it was kind of the glam version. I mean, I think it had more to do with glam rock. There is a rumor. Uh, and, a gl- again, a gleam I think of I'm the just glam. Be- but then again, the Cockettes kind of like influenced a little bit of glam, too. There, I mean, all, there is a rumor. It was all happening at the same time. I mean, you look at 69, what glam happened in 72, 73, so.
0: Birdie Bob, what was the rumor?
3: I was the rumor.
4: The rumor was that Richard O'Brien had come to San Francisco and Mm. seen the cocking. I see. And, so there was and,
0: some seminal... But
4: that, that I mean, Rocky
3: Horror chooses a l- from a lot of different sources. Sure, right. I mean, sure. To say right. it's, you know... But they all love the old musicals. I mean, the Cockettes, right. if you listen to the, a lot of the music from the Cockettes musicals, certainly the they're same. very informed mm-hmm. by the 30s and 40s musicals from Hollywood. But then they're infused with their own brilliant lyrics, and most of them are completely filthy. Well, yeah. hold, hold on, But in the most charming way.
1: Even yeah. the name, oh. the Cockettes, derives from the Rockettes.
3: Yeah, right. they said
1: it's gonna be just a natural kind of. Of course, it's the cockheads.
3: Yeah, that was right. the high kick line that started it all. Right. And yeah, New Year's Eve will be the actual true anniversary.
1: See, and I and I can I get along. I could totally go with the fifty year anniversary. I'm fifty two, so I was born in the summer love, not conceived in the summer love, but I was born in the summer love, mm-hmm. and so I, I have a, I definitely have one foot in that era. And one foot right here with you guys. But it's 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 funny. <laughs>
3: well, you know, and I'm similarly similarly aged, and the thing is about it is is that I mean we can all say this. We all grew up doing the sexual revolution from the time of like ni- right. look at the time you were when you were like nineteen seventy started all the way to nineteen eighty. That was a sexual revolution. Yeah. I saw it all we were all exposed to it all. You just couldn't really understand it as much.
5: Yeah. But for um, sure. it
3: was definitely an era to well. grow up during. I'm ageless, so... Right, I'm I'm not saying my age. Well, I mean, the
0: number is not that meaningful. No, it's not. But we've had these experiences, and thank God, you know, for me, it was like, ooh, Born after birth control and the electric toothbrush. Yes! So right. exciting. I mean, the gifts that we've received in social change since
4: well, then. Well, oh, gifts my gosh. Gifts are, you know, are we becoming too privileged now? Is that, I mean, we all expect so Oh my, oh my God. Christmas. We expect like a fast internet connection I know. every moment of our lives. I so, know. Come on. I it think, doesn't I work. Think, I'm like, we, why didn't yeah. you texted me back? Yeah. I just texted you. <laughs> well, <laughs> even, even just the there?
1: commercialism that you just spoke of when you think about Christmas we just finished Christmas everybody's just getting gifts to put things under trees I right that. they should all just have that little Not that...
0: everyone you can choose to do something well different. you
1: can't No, you have to be inventive you have to but there's people that are just hey let's just put something put a bow on it put a package around it let's mm. put it underneath the tree yeah. you might as well put it in a pipe a little super pipe that says dump it to crump it because it's gonna go all the way up there to the Grinch at this point yeah, I'd it's much be
3: weed anyway <laughs>
1: unless it's great. yeah unless it's sweet, and then it's going to be used. Right? Yeah, you that's, that's, that's you the got some apple butter. On all levels. Oh, yeah. That's pretty
4: good. Maybe yeah. that's the more practical thing than the than the getting someone bling is to get them something.
3: But that's well, more of an artist informative use, point yeah. of view is to make a little something to give away to uh, your friends. Oh, See, there them. you go.
1: It's, I think it's about sharing your love. I, you know, the Cockettes were sharing their art and entertainment. My partner here in crime is sharing her, her apple butter. Well, I don't <laughs> want
0: those apples to go to waste either, and I have such an abundance, and I want to appreciate the gifts Definitely. that nature is giving us. And who doesn't and, love
3: apple butter? Oh, right. and it's so
0: delicious and spicy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, so so, and you can't make something like that and just have a, a growl on your face. I'm gonna oh, fucking apple no, butter. No,
0: you're you're usually in a pretty good mood, right? No, yeah. or, you're like or, this is fun. Yay. Or,
4: God damn it, he asked for apple butter again this year, and I gotta make an apple butter. <laughs> my mom makes
1: fudge for everyone. I wouldn't do it if she I didn't does, want well, to do loves it. She loves yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. And she no, does. She and she feels so guilty if she goes, she's like, has to go drive back by my brother's, and she's like, I might as well drive the extra hour to actually go back to the house. I forgot his. And I'm like, just take mine. Just UPS mine yeah. back. Take, give me you, When you get home, just UPS his. That was going to be his to me. Don't spend
0: an hour in the car, Mom.
1: Just to go give me, I didn't know I was going by. There. Then don't go by there. <laughs> it shows how much she
3: means to her, though. Well, you know? That's what it's I her mean. her expression. That
1: right. is her expression. That's the way we do it. And so yeah. leading back, all all roads lead back to the coquettes The Victoria Theater, this Saturday, January 4th, is right around the right corner. Right around the corner,
0: yeah. Wow. Do you think that there's a possibility of another show or something else. Well, I mean, is there more g-
3: given, opportunities? Given for the people? logistics of the number of people we have involved, mm-hmm. and the guest stars we have involved, and all the everything that's going on, it's going to be like a, pretty much a one-hit wonder that night. Hopefully, maybe down the line we can come up with a concept of it and re, re-emerge it someplace else. But no, this is going to be it for this for is the, it, this is a big the, celebration. Got it. Well, and we like, contemplated having a second show, and it's just going to be a lot. What about trying to inspire the new generation? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping some kids come in there and see it and be able to, like, go. I'm, the thing about it is, I mean, look at it. The cockettes were, we were coming up when we had, like, tensions in our country, mm-hmm. racial tensions, mm-hmm. f- females, gays. Black, mm-hmm. Everybody was marching for their rights. We had a, mm-hmm. we had a, we had a president in, this, in the power we hated. We were in a war we didn't want. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. This, well, this, that's,
1: that's, I can't relate to that at all. Not at all. <laughs> so I don't see why
3: kids couldn't see why the cockettes were saying the big you to the establishment that is telling them what to do. Well, and
1: here it is. San Francisco. Francisco. I know it's not 1969 anymore, but we're in a social and emotional revolution right now here in San Francisco, a lot of artists. Here's our battle cry. We need you to be a cockette here in San Francisco. Exactly. Right? We mm-hmm. need you to carry the torch forward to the new generation. This is the, the... They do it all the time. What, every four or five years, they regenerate the, the Saturday Night Live people, right? Mm-hmm. We need you. We need you to pass this torch. And there's plenty of people out there to express themselves. Even the people that have been on my show. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that express themselves through this type of art. We were talking about Club Fugazi. There's a venue... They've got paper up on the wall that says ready to lease. There's plenty of venues here in San oh, Francisco. Yeah. There's plenty of Yeah, party And there's here all those empty that.
0: churches. <laughs>
3: there's there everything.
1: Right.
0: Well, I just threw a bondage dinner in an empty cathedral.
3: Yeah, that's, so. well, that see, was pretty fun. <laughs> at least you got to take advantage of that. I mean, people exactly. keep on saying at some point the tourism industry is going to be left with like giving a tour of closed buildings and neighborhoods in neighborhood San
5: Francisco well, for a city
3: so successful. Yeah. In- uh, alleged, we're
0: just transitioning.
3: Allegedly. There. Yeah, we are in a major transition. Yes. Right. It's like what's, what are they call like ultra gentrification because mm. we've we've double gentrified over the last few years to where the people that got gentrified one group got gentrified, gentrified and again. now we're in a third one. Yeah. And so, woo. But then again, I mean, everyone's
0: moving to Oakland, but you can
3: see though, artists are still holding on. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, when I started producing shows with Scrumbly and doing shows with, with Birdie and reaching out to the more of the San Francisco underground, we, I realized it's still there. We're still there. You can't get rid of all of us, you know, and art and art will flourish in deepest, darkest times. So, you know, that's one of the things about art. If you have something to fight against, it makes your art even more pointed and relevant. I think Mm -hmm. I just really look forward to this. I hope this isn't the end of
1: this. That I hopefully this is just lighting catching the spark that you know. Lights I'm light right I'm there
3: in. to fan the flame. I got cameras rolling when that show starts. Yeah. There is all kinds well, yeah. of possibilities of continuing, but the coquettes are not done. No, I mean this is the beginning. In, in a way, maybe this is a rallying cry for a new generation there to go. get involved.
0: There and what have the thrill peddlers been working on lately? I know they well, cho- they closed the hypnodrome.
3: Right. Well, it's funny because what happened was was the hypnodrome closed. I moved to San Francisco in 2004. When in 2009 I saw Pearls Over Shanghai at the mm-hmm. hypnodrome, and Wasn't that's an when I realized Trump. that my tribe of people were in this city yeah. completely. Because it's like, oh my God, this is I'm in the right place. I became so dazzled by um, underground San Francisco performance. I've been producing shows for years representing all the amazing things we have here. So the cockettes closed down. I saw one of the ex cockettes and he was like, you know, there are some cockettes that want to perform. And that put a little bling in my ear. Mm-hmm. Bertie approached me about doing a show with Bambi Lake. So we said, hey, let's include Scrumbly and some of the gang from the Thrill Peddlers mm-hmm. to open. Mm-hmm. And that was, what, two years ago? Yes. We've done five or six shows since then, and we're just building up to it. And then when I heard that the 50th anniversary, Birdie mentioned it. And at that point, I went immediately to the appropriate people to say, Let's do this show, and right. everybody was immediately thumbs up, and so that was six, seven months ago. And Isn't that great? How yeah. everything comes together like that? Oh, well, we've been having meetings and meetings and meetings, and you wouldn't. Uh, my my emails runneth over is a, <laughs> right. a calm word like, to say. Yeah, yeah, right. Over, <laughs> yeah. yeah, every morning. There That's what go. I get up and do is look at my emails.
0: But we've seen hot Greeks. We've seen yep. tinsel tarts and, tinsel a, hot tarts and a hot coma, yeah. and yeah. I know Pam Tent was involved. One of the early coquettes.
3: Yeah, she has a really good
4: memoir. She yeah. Wrote. Pam was involved in the Shanghai revivals. It ran for, goodness.
0: That one was extended again and again and again. again. It was so So
1: awesome.
4: I think it ran for 22 months. Yeah. And Bernie was involved in almost all those shows.
1: Yeah, well, well, we're going to get you involved in just a minute. I actually want to play. Yes, I want to get you really involved. I want to get you out into our performance space where Mistress Christine has been holding back the crowds. Oh goodness! <laughs>
5: well, the Thank groupies, you for far, work, yeah, girl.
3: the groupies have started following us. So. Easy,
1: but I want to play actually the trailer to the Cockettes movie that kind of started off. We were talking about filmmaker John Waters and everything, and we were talking right. about even Divine,
3: who was in some of the shows.
1: Who were some of the shows? These are faces that have really shaped that movement, that revolution, and like I said, things like that should be able to push it forward into the next.
4: Some of the interesting thing about is the way everything is interwoven, and I think we've forgotten in the modern age how things are interwoven, or there's a tendency to, to think that if it didn't happen since I've been born, it doesn't really matter, or if it didn't happen in this century, it didn't really matter. But the coquettes spawned the angels of light, work their way through the thrill peddlers, and then of course hibiscus went back to new york and did theater there and did theater with the theater of the ridiculous and la mama and things of that nature so it all interweaves and divine came to san francisco and saw the group and was mesmerized with them as was john waters and stayed and was a guest star for a while i think that's because the cockettes said oh we get you
1: well a lot of people really got the cockettes that were there even when they made the transition when they went out back east to new york
3: the legendary trip.
1: The legendary trip. Think of all the people that were there. I mean, everybody from, oh my gosh, Angela Lansbury, Murder, legendarily, She
3: Legendarily, yeah. hello oh, wow. What was her legendary quote? From her? Yeah, wasn't it, get me the fuck out of here?
4: Yeah, she and
3: <laughs> Angela
0: Lansbury said, get me the fuck out of here? They were. Yes.
3: They- well, opening night didn't go great. <laughs> oh, as, as legendarily didn't go quite all that great. The, 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 the rest of the run went okay, but opening night, these coquettes. they it was a know, little rough.
0: They were a little I mean, cracked out from the jury. You look at it and
3: you're looking at like Andy Warhol and yes. his big factory scene and how right. fashion forward and stylish and they were. And you know, here come the coquettes, a bunch of fun loving. Right. The hippies doing drugs, being naked, running around, and and not just rehearsing.
0: Only and, being authentic. Right?
3: And they were received like right. kings and queens. So there was like all these party supplies yeah. and parties thrown at so them. So they were a little... So they got a little excited about their fam- newfound fame in New York and so by <laughs> right. the time they made it to opening night. Maybe they well, weren't
4: at 100%. It weren't
0: really on point. Some of it was
4: necessity. They were flown and they were provided lodgings but they weren't yes. provided any food. Oh. So the only food they got was going to the parties that it people were throwing drug. to meet them <laughs> uh, where they would be offered food and drink. Well, no and, hot food right. but we'll so, see, you see, know, yeah. And yeah. also
0: probably party favors
4: and uh, yeah. So so well, that was given, know, yeah. So by the time anymore, opening night
3: came along, it was,
0: nourished. You know, matter of like, fact, um, the song No Nose No Nook is
3: written about the party favors that the New Yorkers liked, which would be the nose candy compared to the hippies and their accent. right.
1: Matter of fact, that's a great lead-in, actually. Thank that's you. a great lead-in. So yeah, yeah, we were going to go, you were switching up, I went from 7 to 11. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, then you
3: get me a big gulp. Yeah, yeah I'll get really. you a big
1: gulp right Let there. Let it 7 to 11. 7 11. So tell me about the No Nose No No Wow. No. No's no Nose Nanook. Nanook. Wow. Say that yeah, three times Say backwards. that when you're a stoner. No
0: yeah. Nose
1: Nanook?
4: No what does that mean? So, no Nose Nanook. And this is the revival version of Vice Palace, okay. which starred originally Divine. And it's a telling of the, the Mask of the Red Death. Right. You go to each room for a diversion to outrun the disease that's killing everyone. Mm. Wow. And we end up in the White Room where we meet No Nose Nanook.
1: I'm starting to see something to unfold in mm-hmm. front of our eyes. It's very wintry tale. So yeah. we're gonna do that. Nose. Let's play. Let's play the uh, cockheads trailer. Then I'm gonna roll into No Nose Nanook, and then we're gonna do a live performance with Birdie Bob. Yay! I'm ready. So here we go. Before Watergate. Drop those trousers. San Francisco gave birth. To the legendary.
2: It's so tacky. Magical. Would you like to go up or down?
1: Musical. Immortals of dazzling glamour and artistry. The Cockettes. The notorious group of performers who created a social and sexual revolution that changed America forever.
5: We had the Coquette house that was our family i thought we were the most beautiful creative people in the city
3: this was the dream we were on a spiritual quest this was what we were born to do we were born to change everything
6: we really did believe there would be a revolution any minute we were playing to packed
5: houses and that put us into a whole new ball game and we were going to new york
6: every Who was in New York at that time was there. Andy Warhol was there and John Lennon. Critics are calling The Cockettes
1: the best time I had at the movies at Sundance. Inspiring,
6: charming, exuberant, and wildly entertaining. The Cockettes. It was complete sexual anarchy, which is always a wonderful thing.
5: We are the Coquettes. Thank,
2: Thank you. You're do, 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 better do, ba, do Look me in the eye and you will feel Something rather strange but very real Better than my body as I writhe beneath your weight Better than adultery and a (laughs) sultry sultanate Better than violating me do do In the vilest way you can Using me as your pleasure slave do ba do ba do Serving ba do ba do all your friends Every do do woman, every man All your desires are mine Just lay your eyes upon me Indulging in your appetite I could be with Tommy, heartless Tommy. Do, 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 ba do. do Sixty nine is fine. Do, ba do, ba do. Sixty nine is do, do, ba, do, ba do, ba do.
0: And now we're going to play No Nose Nanook on Sex Sexploration with Monica and the Edge of Insanity. They shanghai that was no nose nanook i'm monica thomas on sexploration with monica and the edge of insanity we're here live in the mutiny radio studios with birdie bob and i'm so excited on the piano at the moment going to play a wonderful song
4: cruising
0: cruising thank you birdie bob
4: i never found a man i could use much hardly left my throne but what a land i wonder what's at hand For you see, I'm cruising. Sometimes I seem to be losing. But I'll never stop my oozing. Around the town I'm cruising, looking for the man who'll do.
5: I'm little
4: numbers cruising the streets I'm choosing. Around the town
2: I'm losing.
4: I don't intend to be losing that little man to do. There's a dance break. Tap, shuffle ball, taint. The new tour is grand. I'll be cruising until I'm banned. I'm just offering my helping hand till I stand with the man who
5: do. Ooh,
4: oh, yes, I'm cruising. The world's a bargain store for choosing. Never mind the ones I'm losing. I don't intend to be losing that little man to do.
0: Cruising until I'm banned. I love it. Thank you so much, Birdie Bob. That was fantastic. Yes, it
3: was. Way to go, Birdie.
0: Gave that old piano a run for its money.
3: It sure did. Stop yeah. that out. Dancing I love in it as the they say a really detuned fun. piano. <laughs> it's a honky tonk. Oh. It's a honky tonk world. Bang that sucker out.
1: I didn't say anything about a Steinway, my dear. <laughs> no, nothing no, about no, Steinway. No. Nothing oh, about the Steinway. other day I was
4: in a piano store. I played on a Bousendorfer.
1: Oh really? There what you go. Was the big difference? Oh,
4: that is so it lovely. Feel it? Oh, that's like a, oh, well you know you you just touch a, a low note and it uh-huh. goes boom. Yeah. I boom, see. And it's just like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work at it. You're just very. It's so quality. it's not it's like, like banging to it out at
0: all. It's just like melodiously tickling the no, keys. It's,
4: it's like having a good lover. Oh. Knowing Who all the right places. Who anticipates you
3: know. Right. ever right Every curve you're and crevasse. Your
4: highs and your lows.
3: It's
1: kind of like having a good slider that doesn't, yeah, get, doesn't you give you a lot of static. Yeah. Right. Everybody has their yeah. own level.
4: Do you,
1: do you, right. do you, do you feel need. my pain, my sister? Do you I understand? I do. Okay. I feel
0: you. Okay. I, I when, cr- when your sliders are crusty. <laughs> It's like...
1: Hey, I take that a little personal
4: there. There's probably I, I apple it. butter under those keys. Oh, there's, uh,
0: I try to keep the apple no, butter no, out
4: no. of the keys. Is, is, that, is that apple out out butter euphemism <laughs> no, it a
0: euphemism
1: actually, for champagne? No, it is actually apple butter. It's actual apple butter. There's I, nothing I put cinnamon
0: and cloves it. and nutmeg and... Vanilla. She's giving it up right here
1: again, right?
0: Yeah, it's a good recipe. And I added no sugar, no added sugar, just the apples make it sweet.
1: A lot of love.
0: And I did like literally maybe. Ten batches.
1: Holy smokes! My, a lot I watered my wow. tree,
0: so I have so many oh, apples. Okay. There's still a bunch on the tree, even. I'm
1: well, glad they didn't I find you like in a chalk outline with like a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of apples are they?
0: Oh, the um, they're like Golden Delicious. Golden Delicious. They okay. start mm. green and then they become yellow and then they're super sweet.
3: Nice. Yeah. I'm a big f- well, Fuji queen myself.
0: Oh, I love Fuji's. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: yeah. Fuji queen with like peanut butter. Yeah. Yum. Sharing your bounty is, I think, exactly. what the holiday is supposed it's, to be about. It's about exactly. Um,
4: Rather than being obligated to provide gifts for pe-
0: no, people I mean, who don't
4: need them sometimes. Well, and I a mean, lot of you know? times
0: people have bought everything that they wanted themselves. And so you're only adding things that are just kind of decorative and superficial anyway. So I think something that you can use and then recycle anyone can give me back the jar by the way because I will just recycle put more it. stuff in it because hit, my hit friend ball. also has yeah. a plum tree and a peach tree and yeah, so in you're, those and you fring- fill it with
4: something else yeah not exactly. that, that well again that's the kind of the reciprocity that the coquettes were talking about or part of in back exactly. in those days of, of you know mm-hmm. groups of people working together at one point, Hibiscus was in in a different commune, mm-hmm. and they asked him to leave because when things would, wouldn't go right, he would bang his head
1: against the wall, and you wouldn't stop. He would just bang him. and just kind of freaking oh, that people out. Seem very productive yeah, but, and oh, people. It's, it's like you're you it Really
0: good for your how head. Do you, how do you
1: deal with that? Especially if you're trying to well, it's be kind positive, self abusing well, right?
4: How do you deal with that if you're in a, a much more structured society? Right. Where not to say it was easy for the cockcits to deal with, but I think they were more gentle or accepting I don't sure. know but again it, uh, at some point there became that schism where it's like almost again I say messiah because it's you know almost almost a Christ thing where it's like your your methods are too extreme you know you well
0: know. and extreme compared to what so the right. needles always moving on what we think is extreme I mean I'm sure that stretching your earlobe so that it's a as big as a, an apple it would be so extreme in 1800, but now it's like, ah.
3: Yeah, you can but then still there were other job. indigenous tribes that were doing that, like even before then. That, yeah, exactly. That's a lot where that came from. Exactly. But yes, well, of course, in the European society. Well, or, or, or you know, the modern Western society, Western society. Yeah. Western it's taken a while. Tattoos, society. too. Right. right. The cockat's energy is still
4: going on. There's the palace of trash. Is at the stud, right? And the stud, Mm -hmm. and those are was coined the children of the cockat's you know inheritors as it were of that sacred whatever it is that yeah, energy I, and that, and I was going to talk about on, like
0: drag mean, you know? culture and
3: yeah we can we can talk about that
1: but you were also you, you just kind of brought up a memory of mine too you were just talking about when were you talking about Pam earlier was anyone didn't she also have a child that was kind of the the child of the cock?
3: yes he'll be there on uh, on Friday night oh great awesome well and so and there was
4: ocean moon dusty dawn right. had a Son.
3: I believe Son. we're going to have oh, like fourteen or fifteen of the original coquettes there at the wow. store. Wow! Oh, cool! Just found out Peter Minton's wow. going to be coming from New York, which is a big, wonderful deal. We have, of course, Pam Fietta, I'm so Um excited. so many uh, <laughs> Bill Bowers. <laughs> you get to see it? <laughs> oh, and, and I did want to mention, you know, Bill Bowers is this amazing artist, rock and roll fashion designer. He signed. He designed clothing for the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Alice Cooper. Quite a few others. And so he's also kind of like, I wouldn't say a main coquette, but he was like definitely the coquette group. And he'll be there that night. He has donated two pieces of his art Mm. to our show, uh, a, a coat. He's known for his coats where he sews in all this memorabilia and pictures and all this kind of stuff, very much like a mosaic and a blanket, which is completely old coquette stuff. And he's donated that to us. We're going to be doing a silent auction the night of the show. You can put your bid in during the intermission, and then we'll sell it to the highest bidder. And all profits are going to the artists that are creating the show. Oh, cool. You know, you know the one thing is is, is that we're charging money for our tickets, but the thing is, is we're putting all this money into our community, the people who are doing our show, the artists that are doing it, and the people that are taking their time out to come to rehearsals and do all that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. the one thing I do want to give back to are the artists that are actually putting their stuff out there because they do need to make money nowadays mm-hmm. you know they don't have the commune system to back them up well, they got living in friends francisco, and everything in, living in san, san francisco yeah. but so it's crazy so but anyway it's an awesome opportunity to get these amazing pieces of art if you go to our uh, Facebook page, Invite for the Cockettes are Golden, there's actually pictures there that I posted. So anyway, it's just a great opportunity. And Bill Bowers, what a sweet guy to come and just donate that to us. And, and so I'm just happy to be able to like maybe give all these guys a little bit more to make it yeah. through next week or whatever. Make that bill.
0: Oh, so anyway. I know. And, and artists, especially in San Francisco, are such a special and devoted breed. Yeah. I mean, with the rising prices of rent exactly. and real estate, it's just so hard to make ends meet. I actually became a realtor just so that I could figure out how to deal with my housing situation, right? Because, you, you know, sex positivity <laughs> doesn't actually pay a bunch of Doesn't pay the bills? No, it does Doesn't? doesn't. Not yet. No, well, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But I'm working it could, on it. Exactly. Working on the it could, exactly. Making
3: the moves. That's what that's what I'm doing, too. I mean, yeah. I started with drag shows, and then I started doing other shows, and this, that, and the other. And I'm all excited to be doing this show at the Victoria, and this is a step for me. Well, yeah. To so it's a good move into a different level, because yeah. I do have the talent. I worked in film production for many years in Texas before I moved here. Yeah,
0: I heard so many and interesting it was things so... about your background. Yeah,
3: so it's funny that I had this panic when I first started producing this show. I was like, oh my God, are you ready for this? And I was like, well, Dan, you made production offices for movie shooting in Texas for five years you can do this as well just right. get to it and luckily I've been so honored to have this amazing group of support people Russell Blackwood who did all the coquette shows at the yeah. Hypnodrome he's going to be hosting Russell's the show good. and he has been so wonderful at introducing people and bringing people back in because the thing is is, is this is a, a nostalgia show but it's a double tiered nostalgia here right. we're talking 50 years of coquettes we're also talking about like a good 10 plus years of the thrill peddlers exactly. entertaining San Francisco who have been gone, yeah. and they're back on the stage, their biggest stage ever, yeah. for the biggest event ever, so Yay. Saturday night's going to be just one giant chill woo. in the back of your, you know, going up and down your neck, because yeah. we're going to have so many guest stars, guest performances, and goodwill, I just think that place is going to vibrate. I'm right so on.
0: excited, I'm vibrating now, I'm like,
3: oh. <laughs> You said you
1: were working in film production, where you mm-hmm. actually know who shot Jr. before we all else did because didn't
3: you? work No, on that Dallas? was before my time. Okay,
1: because you worked um, on I, Dallas.
3: I, I remember lying on my best friend's mother's bed, looking at the People magazine that had the cover of Who Shot Jr. Right, and because I was living in Texas, I was a little kid, 110 miles from Dallas. That say. made that was important. Who knew that two, three years later in college, I would be taking a semester off to go and be an intern at the Film Commission of North Texas, mm-hmm. where they started scouting Dallas because their ratings were down. They were going to come back and shoot in town for the first time in years. I got along with the location lady and she invited me to come along. It was like one of the worst worst and best jobs I've ever had. This is a big group of film people that have been together for 13 years and I was a big old green eager beaver ready to get made hey! fun of and every joke met played on me and everything. Eager gopher. I but, was an eager gopher did, is what I was, you yeah. To, you had to pay your dues. I imagine. did. It you was the beginning of them and I could tell you story after story but I mean, yeah, I got to meet like Howard Keel and Barbara Bel Geddes and uh, Larry Hagman and, and all those stars and everything and have conversations and ironically then years later I actually was a coordinator on the reunion movies and would have daily phone call chit chats with Larry Hagman it was just one of those pinch me moments yeah where the phone would ring and go dan hey it's larry hey what's going on and i'm like Are oh my like, god i'm talking to larry hagman about chit chat where would you have dinner what's going on hey okay we'll see you later that's fun so anyway yes the film industry that was a great part of my life that was a good 10 years worked on with movies john oliver stone got to do all that and everything but then I got the chance to go to San Francisco.
1: Well, I know and, what you mean. It all yeah. segued into this. It seems like it now. And Bertie, Bob, you've been performing ever since day one. Yeah. You, you've not segued from one thing to another. You've actually just kept going, right? He's a legend. You're
5: uh, starting
4: to make him blush. You're making me blush on the
1: radio? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How Hear that sizzle. Look, you're turning, you're turning plaid no, well, over I, there. Look at I that. I don't know.
4: I've been lucky enough. I certainly have been excited by all the little things that have come my way. Did some restaurant work and used to work brunches and drag and now you can still do that in town, but it's a little different. I actually <laughs> waited the tables. I don't know if they do that there. Well, but they, I, I, at one point, I worked at Hamburger Mary's and they have had that long history of of uh, back to the seventies of not necessarily a commune, but they had that hippie mentality. They always had things on sprouted. Wheat grain bread, because that's what they. It
0: is very healthy.
4: <laughs> it, it was very. People would say, "Don't toast you toast it? Don't it you helps. have a regular I ha- know, right? hamburger bun?" They go, "No." no. no. <laughs> Sprouted wheat bread, and so, people oh, yeah. would go, mm, "Okay," but right. they were persistent in that because that was their belief. Right. Again, it became this kind of thing of like, "That's our belief. We want to. We want to give that. We want it to be a healthy burger." Right. At the time, people were like, "We don't want a healthy burger. <laughs> we're not going go to go to your hippie one. little place because we can't get our McDonald's burger. Uh,
0: yeah, our white bread, our bun. white
4: white bread bun but enriched it, and and uh, all that kind of yeah, the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now we're very artesian culture.
1: Well, look well, at look yeah,
0: what it's coming it. back a different direction. Although the artesian but that word automatically means white. like
3: five dollars added to your total. Yeah, organic, yeah. organic, yeah. artisanal. Yeah. Um, there are a few other words. When I see the that on the outside soap? of a building, I'm like, yep, not going there.
1: Well, it's funny as soon as you. You go to the, any kind of grocery store, everything's organic now. And it's like, I thought it was it's, all organic. It's all organic. Right. How would
3: we not eat it? It's
1: not grown. Well, it's it, not well, the, the biodome or whatever.
3: Certified. I know. Here's the that. thing. Believe so, me, I know certified. You
4: know, and I think yeah, that, been, we were talking, were talking. Yeah, many times in hospital. We're talking about that whole thing about the events. I remember a long, a long time ago, Diet Popstitute, who was the founder of Clubstitute back in the 90s we had arranged a uh, float to be in the parade. So we- It's so
0: funny. The names are Club, what did you say? Pop Diet
3: Popstitute. N-
0: Diet Popstitute, right? right? And then we're like a float. And then I'm thinking of like an actual float. Well, he, had a, cl- he had a show a called
3: Clubstitute in the 90s that like really influenced a lot of the influencers like eclina and Peaches Christ and other people who are on the scene today. It was kind of like their big show that they surrounded themselves and became, you know, young, crazy artists showing their stuff.
4: Anyhow, we uh, got the float together and managed to get everyone on it and driving to Civic Center to kick off into the float.
0: Was this in a pride parade?
4: This is in the pride parade. Oh, wonderful. I think it was probably 1980, oh, I don't know, maybe 93. I'm sorry. Anyhow, so we get to the front gate. And they're collecting permits, and I said, "Permit, diet." They're they're taking permits to you know because you know you have to register and pay for it and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, "Oh, we don't have one. Just drive through." And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "I'll talk to him." we were part of the parade that year Oh. and we didn't have a permit and i thought that was amazing but i don't think things like that happened t- in today's well, world I mean, I there's know. all about I certification Maybe. And, Maybe. and like
1: oh yeah there's liability there's all well, this stuff right. that wasn't there's there even political it. correctness so many things have changed The tides have changed. Oh yeah, and I'm hoping that they're going to come back around. Even like political correctness has got to break it. Well, you know, we
3: yeah we dealt with it in the early '90s. Uh, It's just it's more prevalent right now because it's coming from us from both sides. Right.
4: I remember too at the stud, quite a few performers during the old. I don't know if it's wrong to say this word, tranny shack days. That people would like. I hope
0: not because tranny shack is a good show.
4: People would light Christmas trees on fire and all kinds of like you know or like explode in powdered sugar. Mm -hmm. And things of that nature And it's like Well now people say Well what about the liability What about the cleanup You know it's like So no glitter No no flame I know glitter is illegal And it's
1: uh, I don't know I mean it's I understand crazy, it but we can but find
0: other ways to shine
1: I felt way different when I performed at the stud did you <laughs> yeah because I'm a comedian I'm a white we were just talking about white bread I wish I was more of the sprout bread You know, yeah. <laughs> the white bread guy that goes up at the stud and they're like uh oh What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> but it, mm-hmm. it was good. It was fun. But I'm not I, it, total white bread. No, I'm not total stud. white bread. Yeah, I see, do too. Again, I love. It I too. love hot. I love the stud white bread. To
4: me, I go in there and I look old San Francisco. No wonder. Yeah. And I don't the shows today. Either. Find that at other places. I go in and go. This is all like these are all like brass neon bars. And, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a different. It's a different hangout. Yeah. No, I
0: know. It, it's a lounge feeling.
4: It doesn't speak to me. As, right.
0: I guess
3: it, The as, stud's as, definitely guess keeping something. up the old San Francisco vibe. I mean, they have right. shows there going all the time. They change. Not to promote, but I do have Puff, which is the only queer cannabis drag party. We do at the stud every second Thursday. Oh, nice. And we have a great time. We have a stoner raffle, give away bongs and pipes and get stoned outside afterwards. The stud is one out there that's putting that thing where people can come do their shows
0: exactly once a month
3: and be all crazy kooky and has a great little stage, great little lighting. Set up, yeah, bunch of nice people that run it. So that's definitely where you find your old San Francisco values. Soma Art Bars, I think, still mm-hmm. kind of carry that vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the I think Eagle there
0: are a lot of venues that are trying to keep San Francisco. Weird. Oh, definitely. You have I Oasis.
3: Don't... You have um, exactly. Piano Fight. Mm-hmm. You have several people groups that are really trying to put it back out this there. Still and even
0: this new Barbarella Lounge, Barbarella,
3: which used to be exactly. Club Eight Hundred. Yes. Oh, well, yes, I've heard all about that one because everything—it's where all the new trans uh, people are hanging out oh. it's their new hangout because they lost divas closed oh, yeah. and divas, so, right. oh, divas so my, so my friend classic. maria connor who i did under the golden gate with for so many years has been giving me like nightly updates about club 800 and it turned because i mean they're all excited because they're. i gonna... was there
0: last night were you there for the that's party where are my glitters from yeah, yeah.
3: my friend yano river blue did a show there uh last night that's i believe if you saw what. the drag show Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's another place that's sprouting yeah, up. Yeah,
0: exactly. There was drag. And again, last it's like night swinging
3: away that pendulum, exactly. you know. Exactly. Well, and, and I think we're kind of ending the conservatism thing. I'm hoping, and it's going to like swing the other way. It's so just let's a please, keep you know, San please. Keep
0: San Francisco weird. We can well, the
3: keep
4: the thing about it too doing is what we're doing. 1906. Exactly. Everything was gone. Yeah. It was all it It's all been built up. Life has changed. I mean, you know, and... Yeah, so you 75% kind of, like of the
1: city was destroyed by the
4: earthquake, and, by fire. The earthquake mm-hmm. and fire. By the earthquake and fire. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of it had to be raised because it was and Dangerous. Dangerous yeah. and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So it really changed the topography. So it's just that reminder. Certainly, I think at the time for the coquettes going to New York... And having that experience became one of many experiences. The group went on and did other things. And then, like I said, they evolved and they broke off. A lot of the people, after involving any of the Angels of Light or the Cockcats, went to New York and did performances and things and went on and kept that torch going. So the fact that it's still going <clears throat> after 50 years and inspiring others, I think, is a great cause for
3: celebration. I do, too. And it's also, it's, it's art that needs to be rec- recognized. People who wrote these songs, like Scrumbly Coldwind, all these people, it's solid, solid craft. So,
0: I've got a clip from San Francisco's infamous Cockettes. It's just some clips and antics and fairy, hairy performances. <laughs> and now, my beautiful friends, I give
2: you
5: Mice Palace.
0: It's from the Vice Palace, the last Cockettes musical. We're in the edge of Insanity Studios here at Mutiny Radio FM. We're going to play another Cockettes track. Now this is the Endless Masturbation Blues from the Cockettes. blues from the coquettes actually that was a thrill peddlers version with bonnie suval and a wonderful show over at the hypnodrome now we have patrick carlin over on the what is it not the right coast, coast. The, the right, right coast, coast. Oh, yeah. right for the 420 shout out how's it going patrick
6: Oh, listen, I just loved that song. And whoever those voices were, was that two girls singing?
0: Yeah, Bonnie Suvall, and then
6: who oh. else was on that track? was fun? The, 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 that uh-huh. was just uh-huh. a hell of a beautiful song, man. Regardless of kidding around about the endless masturbation blues and all of that. Roxanne I just me. really, I'm an old rhythm and blues fan from way back in the 40s, okay? The beat and everything, and that was just a hell of a goddamn song. <laughs> yeah. It was.
5: So,
3: it was Scrumbly Cold when they wrote that, who wrote a lot of the shows for the Cockettes oh, back in the day. Oh, that
6: was a beautiful piece of work. I really enjoyed the hell out of it.
3: It's Yeah, and it really harkens back to the old uh, musicals of the 30s and 40s. and um, Oh, and the old, the its old own jukebox spin on it. for a
6: nickel. You could play a tune like that and <laughs> dance to it right exactly. You exactly,
0: right. You could.
6: You oh, could. that sounds oh. like a fun memory. Yeah. Oh, oh, They are. Those were beautiful things. We lived close enough to Harlem where we got good music.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm jealous about that. But yeah, Scrumbly wrote, uh, who, who were some other people that wrote music for the Cuckheads?
4: Scrumbly wrote with different lyricists at the time. He wrote with Link, Martin, and Martin Warman. A lot of, uh, again, the collaborative experience. But he certainly is the maestro for the Cockats and has mm-hmm. kept it all, all going. Yeah, now, as would said, there
6: be, like, I can't get into my iTunes right now because they're doing, I have to, I forgot my password and all that no, crap. No, so I, feel that I, feel yeah, that I feel that pain. I feel that pain. Are you, there guys, are you, are you sh- guys, is that like the tune I just heard? Would I be able to get that on uh, iTunes? Gosh, I, I wonder.
0: Does the thrill thrill peddlers
6: so. do some ninety nine cents or a dollar twenty nine? Oh, no, you, 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 you what know, group you would I dial show. up? Oh, get it on the today. show.
1: Download it today. Yeah.
0: Can go to sexflourishwithmonica.com or The okay, Edge of Insanity. Well then
6: Paul will take care of that for me, because that, that song really, he, I, will, I, play, I, I, I caught I Madison Avenue Man off Did of you? Paul. I had never heard that. It's amazing, the stuff that gets by me, man. And I love background singing, and I, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was just a hell of a mm-hmm. tune.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well, I bet it's on iTunes. I bet you could find it.
0: I hope so. I'm so sure that's okay. um, Birdie Bob Watt. And we've also got Dan Karoska. Karkoska. Producer of, Karkoska. Oh, thank Good you. Good try, though.
3: That's I why like I go by DJ Dank. DJ Dank. DJ Dank. Keep it easy. It, yeah, I'll keep it something they can say.
0: We're yeah, celebrating the 50th the anniversary of the Cockettes, and they're doing a big show January 4th at the Victoria Theater. I'm yeah. super excited about it. It's already sold out.
3: Well, we are sold out. Start the year with a bang. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what man. I say. That's what I say. I Me, mean, how that Saturday night's going to be. It's going to be a rocking fun night. And there's going to be a lot of guest
1: stars. So many that we can't even mention them because we don't there even are, know some of them. There haven't are been a confirmed few I, yet. I
3: can't even mention. Wow. It's so special. Marlene Dietrich. Dietrich will be rose risen from be the dead. A, I want to be alone. No, uh, you know there will be a lot of special things. I mean, if anybody knows anything from the '90s era, uh, Miss X will be in town. And you're recording the whole show. There's two cameras going, yeah. and I told oh, him so. to put GoPros up everywhere. So. Okay,
1: so and how are we? How are we putting that out? Are we doing that live? The Are we show? Gonna,
3: yeah. No, we're recording it onto, onto disc. And then you're editing it later. Well, I mean, you have different ideas of what we could do. I mean, one, uh, uh, there's another part of me that wants to shrink the size of the show. But also, I feel like that people need to be educated. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they don't know about the cockettes. Right. We can't take this giant show on the road. Why not cut together a short film and then go to film festivals oh. and bring a troupe with you to perform live for right the people? Idea. That's another one of the ideas good, I have. Yeah. So, I mean, because there are the lots idea, of things we can like do the in the future of like the Rocky it.
0: Horror kind of experience where mm. there's live and you action
3: with it and, and the, show. the film. And, you know, also yeah. in nice. this show, you're going to get film as well. You're going to be able to see the palace. Right. Which is the only the existing footage coquettes. of the cockettes mm-hmm. on film. So, nice.
1: the, the other thing is,
3: which it's kind of funny. Palace. Oh, just palace. Sorry. I like the word Just palace. Just palace. But
4: the interesting thing about... The film Palace is mm-hmm. that it's the experience of going into the theater and seeing the people assembled and then seeing the people getting ready to be on stage, that whole mm-hmm. experience. It's quite, quite fabulous, especially for that particular time. And a lot of it was the I don't know, the nudity, the comfortability with the nudity, and there's just the the embracing yourself.
0: So they'd be not on an actual stage with, I don't know, a backstage, but they would just be in a movie theater, kind of in the front.
3: The way it was in the beginning.
0: Naked, waiting for the (laughs) movie to
3: start? (laughs) Well, uh, Uh
4: they would be dressed sexually, essentially. I, I see. As you know, a lot of the theaters here have that do- have that double duty, right. where you you can have performance, you know, you say at the Roxy.
0: Well, sometimes you know. just get the people and, crammed and up at great. the front, you know, you in know. their fancy sparkly outfits.
4: Uh, Roxy has that little lip there. Well, I mean, of course, and the Castro has big old those. shows. There. Oh, and the Castro, you can certainly. And the do thing about
3: the um, yeah, and the, the Victoria is also a movie house. Is can be used as one as well, or was I think? No, I was actually told that Victoria used to be a burlesque house. Hmm. And it makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, um,
6: girlesque sense. was a hell of a great piece of entertainment. Isn't it I'll though? I agree. That,
3: and I think, you know, the concept I come with it is, is do your own modern version. Have yeah, your burlesque dancer, your comedian, a drag absolutely, queen. man. You know, and, and just absolutely. all. Because you get tired of watching all of everything. You watch, you know, 18 comedians in a row. It's like, oh, God, kill me. I think the variety yeah, show
0: is the way to go. Absolutely. I yeah, I agree. With the a little, variety little bit of show. burlesque, a little bit of belly dancing, a little bit of... Yeah. Right,
3: whatever.
6: Yeah. Juggling, broad, magic. Yeah. Broad, broad comedy, audience participation. We were we were lucky enough to go see uh, Hair at the Aquarius Theater. Oh,
3: cool. That's the, the same year. The original
6: cast and all that shit, man. And you're just part of the scene is right. what it is, you know some venues and some plays and things lend themselves to that in a very natural manner i agree uh, yes and and it happened to be the right kind of place and uh, topanga canyon corral was that way it was a small venue you were into the band you were part of the band man guys would just get up and jam it was just a wonderful feeling and now i'm back here in uh, I introduced the bands uh, that are playing at the Levon Helm Studios, Levon's old barn where he used to gig all the time with his rambles and stuff. The spirit and the feeling of the audience being part of the band. Oh, yeah. You guys obviously have that. You take that with you wherever you go. It's, you exactly. know, you find your people. Uh, you it, find your people wherever you go. It or turns into, they find into, you. Yeah. And they find you. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, you don't. When I would get kicked out of a fucking school and go to a new school, I didn't have to ask who the assholes in class were. I was automatically with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> they would just be drawn to you. Yeah. You know your people. The second that you go to a new squadron, you, you're you in with the fuck ups by, by the third chow call because you're like a fucking cardinal in with a nest of fucking sparrows or something. And oh, yeah. others say, oh, yeah, he's like us. Get that. All over here and uh, it, it's it's wonderful birds and uh, it'll never let you down and, and that's where you real that's where your real people <laughs> come from from <laughs> what you're doing with your music can and, I, and can you. can I that's sh- so true can
1: i share something yeah. P- talking about assholes kind of finding each other or people of their birds of a feather flocking, flocking together. together patrick here he's notorious for rallying troops to take over the chow hall
6: Oh, that—that that was going to be—that was going to be called inciting federal troops to riot. Oh, that <laughs> seems yeah. illegal. That, that was going to be Leavenworth if I didn't call it off. That first Funny. sergeant told me. Yeah, that was my first court martial. But I was really—I loved the service. First I didn't have any trouble. Did
3: the service love you? Oh,
6: absolutely. I—they promoted me so many times, but then demotions would occur. I, dig this for it's four up years, and down. man. Here's my four year run. I'm proud Quite of it. Breathing. Airman Basic, Airman Third Class. Airman Basic, Airman Third Class. Airman Basic, Airman Third Class. Airman Second Class. Airman First Class for 10 days. Court martialed, busted back to Airman Third Class. Court martialed again, busted back to Airman Basic. Promoted back to Airman Third Class discharged with an honorable discharge <laughs> with, the, with the proviso that you never try never to re any again. part of the service. <laughs> please don't
0: come back here.
6: Please, We really me? thank
0: you for your service, but... Oh, come yeah.
6: back, y'all. You hear? <laughs> yeah, they loved me. I was good at my job. Sounds like I, it. So people I are. I just... the airplanes from crashing into each other and shit like that. It was just I would go
3: to town and get drunk. Just that downtime in between with... planes.
6: Yes. Yeah, I was just a, you know a
1: general jackal. not jack-off. to use downtime and planes in the same sentence. Oh, by sorry the way, about egg. that. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I guess we'll, we'll segue back into the cockettes and thrill peddlers. Yeah. As birds of a feather, find each other.
3: You find your, you find your family. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's so a wonderful I think, thing. And I, I think agree. they've
1: been doing that for 50 years now. And like I said, it's time to pass that torch. There's so many people that have that, that inspiration, that fire within.
3: Well, there are so many artists out there, especially, you know, people in the drag community, in the performance community. You see it already with the bearded drag and the glitter that's directly influential. You know, if it wasn't for the Cockettes, you wouldn't have RuPaul's Drag Race. You wouldn't have any of this stuff. Oh, well,
6: I'll tell you who we saw, man, when we first came back from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, who'd you see? Around 1973, okay? Uh We're in New York City trying to find a gig somewhere, and uh, I want to get an ounce of reefer. And they say, oh, well, you got to see PJ. And it was up in my neighborhood, up in the west side, you know. Uh-huh. And they said, he's working down in the village. He's doing sound for a band down there. And you can score yourself an OZ or PJ. I said, all right, that'll be cool. So I said, we're going out for the night anyway. So we left our kids with Gran. And me and Marlene went downtown. Who's the band? And I got my mind blown, man. I hear this band kicking ass and all this shit. Mm-hmm. I score my thing off the kid doing something. I walk in and it was the fucking New York Dolls. Oh, wow. Wow. And I, yeah, man. And I, you know, uh, I, I'm into all kinds of music and sure. shit like that. I'm a Clapton fan and everything from way back. and You know, the full rhythm and blues. Oh, and sure. as it became fucking rock and roll. And I saw these guys in these, they had these white satin gowns on. And I said, holy, what the fuck is going on? Because. I'm square that way, if you know what I mean. I'm just a fucking uh, crude motherfucker. He's fairly cisgender. Yeah, I can tell. Me (laughs) and a buddy of mine from the neighborhood back when I was in the service, we brought a couple of Puerto Rican chicks down to a place called the 19th Hole in the village.
5: Mm
6: -hmm. It was a strip joint where we knew a girl whose sister was working there. So when we're there, a dude comes up. And he says, hi, he says, I'm Teddy, and I'm by. And he says, and I can dig you, or I can dig you. And he he pointed at Bill, and then after he pointed at Bill, he pointed at this fucking Puerto Rican chick that was with him. (laughs) And she says, oh, you mean you'll eat my pussy? <laughs> right here and, and um, you know. I like Teddy. her.
3: She sounds, sounds the way I get along with.
6: <laughs> yeah, Teddy, That's Teddy. a good response. Teddy went away.
3: To, and then in uh, Teddy Blanche, she uh, got like but, panicky. But she, well, the last
6: time I saw her. Segway right street, through said, the this she... negotiation. This is uh, it right here, I, the by last way. time I saw her was I years later. She was older. Mm-hmm. And I was with Marlene and we were coming out of a place and she was just going over the counter with the sugar shaker to hit the fucking counter man in the head.
3: Wow.
6: And oh. I took it she have good over aim? Her, and I said, yeah. I said, Carol, I said, you know, mellow out, man. Mellow out. <laughs>
3: Life is long. It takes a while to get through
6: it. Oh, yeah. But I like People and I like people who it's, do their own thing. I like, thing. I like,
3: I like exactly. I've always said I like odd people or strange I like people. I mean, people I'm doing always attracted their own to
6: fucking thing, man. Yeah, and because the the a guy the, with the, a the enormous
3: fucking... boring.
6: Yeah, I see a guy with a mohawk haircut, and I'm talking way back when I was selling cars, man. That and, like... and looking like looking like Joe Straight Dude? I'd see a guy with a mohawk, I'd say, right on. My son had green hair and he played in a fucking punk band and Sluts for Hire. That was Dennis. Good name. Yeah, and
3: he went (laughs) on. Good name, Sluts for Hire.
6: Yeah, they had a screaming chick. They went to Europe and didn't make any money, but they went to all these countries that I never saw. They went to Europe.
3: Exactly. They traveled. They had a wonderful College education.
6: Yeah, life is about doing your fucking thing. Yeah. And, I agree. And, and, I and think doing one of, it your way. And, exactly. And your people, everybody finds the people that they enjoy being and one with, and awesome I'm wishing you a, a real fucking great 2020.
0: Yeah. So one of the awesome things about being different is when you recognize other communities that are also different, like you, yes. different than the dominant culture paradigm but different in a way that's outside of your culture, like a different well, being comfortable subculture. With it. Right. And oh, yeah. And to be oh, a yeah. of all the different subcultures. Oh, yeah. We, and
6: let me tell you something about it. way, way back when guys were mad at gays and shit like that and they think it was macho, that fucking bullshit stuff. We came down with some buddies of mine to pick up their paychecks and all, and we didn't know that 72nd Street in New York had become like Greenwich Village, right? So here's a bunch of Irish assholes. we go in this bar to wait for our buddies to get their checks, and it's a f**king mm. gay bar. And we didn't know that. We had a wonderful f**king night. Yeah, you had a good time. Guys mm. with good senses of humor and shit like this, we had a whole lot of fun, you know. Oh, yeah. And and when we were leaving, this one guy was like a beautiful motherfucker. He had like a beautiful face, like a f**king cameo and shit. And I said to him, I said, wow, man. I said, let me tell you something. I said, if you were a girl, I would fuck you, man. And he said, oh, Aww. wow.
0: <laughs> Have we? So romantic. But it was just <laughs> because
6: we were like really dumb, straight Irish alcohol guys. Yeah, you apparently. You know what I'm saying?
4: Did she fall for that line? I know. <laughs> I, we, I, I we mean, when's your know, anniversary? We
6: all had a big fucking laugh, man. Yeah. Oh, and okay. They, okay. And, and the guys in my neighborhood... They were f***ing weird, man. I got a pink shirt one time. Oh, right, uh, Mr. Right. B Roll Collar shirt. I had a charcoal suit, and I put this pink shirt with my roll collar on. I'm oh, talking like Stalin. 1954, you know. I Which had the is caps when on my pink was kind of like a... <gasps> right? I, yeah, or I just I did my laundry fit. with a I pair got of got red pants in there. And they said, Jesus Christ, Carlton, what are you done now, gone queer? Uh, right. <laughs> you simple motherfucker. Pink, pink is really yeah, popular in Sweden
5: now, right oddly for the man.
6: It's well, a happy or, uh, color. Or they addition, thought you were, there was something wrong with it. It was an amazing thing growing up. Uh, so in, in the years. Victorian like
0: days, actually, pink right, was right. a male color for male babies. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, light yeah. blue was for the female babies. because not that funny? They I wonder thought, who switched yeah, that up. It actually used to well, be who? red Just for men and then blue for girls. And then the lighter colors They don't even
6: know what to do for rules and they tell the kids at school how to wear well, their hair. Well, things evolve. Things evolve. Thank hook. God.
3: Thank
1: God. Yes. Things evolve. Oh, yeah. Speaking about evolving right into 2020, I'm looking really forward. I'm so excited about Saturday, January. It's going to
3: be a big, big party. What can I oh, expect yeah. when I go? <laughs>
1: Dan, DJ Dank. And, well, you and, and know, Birdie you're going to get a lovely
3: Coming. fan. Fa- you're going to see some amazing San Francisco performers. We have a cast of 29 people. Scrumbly Coldman, who is one of the originators. He's worked so hard on this show with Birdie. They put it all together, featuring some of the greatest hits. The first time we sat down, to go through the whole thing it was like we got through oh. like two hours of rehearsal and we were like on page seven of 40 uh-huh. and i'm like going, oh, okay yeah. we might need to make this a little bit shorter so there's just so much information to put in here well, then but scrumbly's I... really put his heart into this thing yeah. and it's going to oh, show man. and you're going to see live performances by these thrill peddlers you're going to see the cockettes who are there in um, attendance on I'm stage sure. making comments and movies and special guest stars birdie take it away it's
4: going to be quite a fabulous evening of tributes the different
3: but there's a movie there you there's
4: just, there's movie you, segments there's some oh un yes. unto before seen footage supposedly unearthed uh, never before, uh, before you know, seen nice. um, from different sources even moment, uh, from the for the cockets themselves and many of them will be there there'll be lots of tributes There'll oh, probably be, be a Cockettes Day proclaimed by the city.
3: You know, they have a Woodstock. Or... Hill we're going to get y'all state and city recognition here. as well as a uh, sainting from the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yes! Yay! We love so this We're, sisters, sisters, right we're going to be that. super official after this show. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, January great. 4th will hopefully from now on be Cockettes Day or something oh, like that. Wonder, so I, I, I hope so. And then maybe we can make that a tradition. Let's do this. yeah Let's do this. We'll be back At here all. in a year promoting our first you know, reunion. And you also
0: going to take it on tour and bringing new people
3: in. I think, it's, I think it's time to make Cockette Army, the Cockcat Army. I'm ready. And let's nice. get out there, you know, dress the way you want to, whatever your fluid gender tells you you yeah, want to be. As long yeah. as I don't Let go through the ranks like Patrick fly. did, right? As long as I don't yeah. go
1: through the ranks like Patrick it, did. In- well, you know, exactly. Well, Make, <laughs> make sure you stay, stay, keep your stripes, keep those uh, chevrons, Carlin. Check this out. That's right. It's Saturday, January 4, 2020. It's at 2960 16th Street. You know what? It's right near the 16th Street, Bart. I know you don't got tickets, but even if you've got to be, just be close enough to feel the vibe right show up out you front. can touch my show monkey Being in the marquee yeah oh, gonna go.
3: it's gonna
0: be quite a scene and yeah, you but
3: never I, know keep checking those brown paper tickets because you guys it, might well, release a couple right after, you know I get daily texts and messages of varying degrees of anger about oh. not being <laughs> able to get about like, not able to get tickets and I'm like I'm. it's like you sit there and you post like t- we're running out of tickets people get them but we're running out of tickets and I guess people just don't they do and San Franciscans don't see. like to buy tickets they early. They
0: hate buying tickets early. So they this want to is buy really it, it the day of. Off
3: right now. Right. Because well, I know there've been many shows i have had sure like 20 I'm seats feel sold, like and it sold it out.
4: on Saturday. So it's so weird. Uh, and they just have culture. such an instant lifestyle. So the fact right. That, right. that we're yeah. they, sold out like
0: buy tickets for dinner so, so far saying
4: something. 3 days before
0: we doubled our ticket sales.
4: Right. Can they get reservations for
1: 5
0: minutes from now? A 5 course dinner.
1: I don't I don't even have my outfit sorted out. I don't even have my hair done. There should be some glitter so oh. Just
0: throw in some glitter, on. you're good yeah, as good she-
4: as you are. I'll
1: borrow some here. Do Cockettes
4: <laughs> would tell you coquettes would tell you if you like it, if it speaks to you, you oh. want it Right. And that's why you wore one skirt,
1: and then if you picked another
4: is. skirt, you just put that one on too. Yeah. And then you know, pretty soon you were in three I, skirts and I five
1: to, necklaces. And I need to get into the spirit and go through the thrift stores. That's a good place you to start. So, right? That's where you find your mojo. That's well, where when people have to aura. drive to
4: San Bernardino for a thrift store nowadays, well, San
1: Francisco is taking them all
3: away. If, man, yeah. oh well, god! Don't get me started that. Still yeah. in yeah. the, the city. city?
0: It's just they're not. They they all the cool stuff got bought out. So you have to go to places like Roseville. And, know. you know, when you're up on the I-5, you just pull over I grew up in Texas. Town, when I go
3: back
1: there thrifting, it's still a dime. Isn't it wonderful? It's
3: still a dime. Like, that'll be a dime. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Here,
1: hold on. Can I do a selfie? Let's do a video
3: <laughs> of this. We're live. Speaking of thrift stores, the Cockettes, they dressed on this finery from the 30s. Furs, crazy, gilded outfits, this, that, and the other. And I asked them, well, where'd you get all that stuff? And they said, we've got it. At thrift stores. That's what was in the thrift stores back then they just went and bought it like we go to the thrift stores yeah. now and buy the and, stuff from the 80s. And nobody wanted it. Really. Yeah, nobody wanted it. So nobody, they even it. Even though it was
4: very wearable. Yeah, right, gorgeous Everybody glamour. wanted something that spoke of the, the new, 70s, new,
3: new. the new thing. So you they know, took it and made it difficult. the thing. avocado no nose, no new. Right. Right,
1: right. <laughs> so
3: whatever you find in the thrift store that speaks to you, you wear it and be proud. Okay, so that's what
1: I got to do. What are you two really looking for? I know there's a lot of people coming.
4: I'm looking for it. You know, we talked about it earlier, the multilay. Layering. The fact that so many, if you think about it, are grandparents and one of <laughs> Rumi always is referred to as Tranma because he's kind Aww, of the, the the grand grandma tranny of of a few generational people in the way that it all filters out. So yeah. it'll be exciting to see all those generations Cele- celebrating celebrating the, the older generation i don't know if we do that in today's society as yeah much. We-
0: what are some of the things the ways that the coquettes have changed your life your actual personal life your way of relating to maybe your life purpose or even art
3: they've been an amazing gift for me as somebody who is fascinated with the arts especially in san francisco and wants to can grow They have given me the ability to take on their legacy and move on and make something for myself that I can continue on as well as continue on the story of this group. And make
0: more art. And
3: make more art. And to perpetuate my existence in San Francisco and to step up as a big producer of a bigger show for me. Mm -hmm. When you ask what the most exciting thing for me is going to be, is the lights go down and everybody has a seat and the show starts and there everything goes. And that's going to be the most amazing moment of my life. But uh, when it comes to the show, my favorite Coquette song is Moonlight in Manhattan. Bambi Lake is going to be singing it. And that will just be a time I want to stand there and cry for three or four minutes. Because it's going to be a truly amazing, touching moment because it's a beautiful song. Good for and you. And she man. does a great, yeah. Yeah. great job interpreting it.
6: Rudy Bob? Anybody well, who can't cry at a good emotional thing. I'm Irish, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand emotion. Cleanse it with tears, totally. To the skin. And you always oh, cry yeah. at weddings. And when I'm touched by something, I cry fing tears. It's good for your f***ing soul. Oh yeah, good stress for stress <laughs> relief too. It is good for okay. you. It really is good for your soul, <laughs> for real. Touched by something beautiful and something happening, very healing. Uh, then you're not to life, right? It's well, good. The, it's healthy.
4: Many moments that will be touching moments. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. Certainly yeah. Oh, remembering. Yeah.
6: It'll be a happening. It'll be a true experience. It will be a we true happening. You're, you're at, completely right on that. Yeah. Yes. We have them often at Levon's, and certain people will hit a groove. Uh, the Gypsy Kings were there one night. They hit a particular groove, and Los Lobos mm-hmm. was there. Just, things happen. Just, you can't help it. Well, and,
1: I, and, I, and I'll kind of bring it back because we're getting close to wrapping up the show, but it's the same with a lot of artists. We need... It's really nice to have that synergy, that connection with the audience.
6: Oh, you must have and, it. And, and, and then, other artists. And,
1: and then other artists that have been in the room. I have performed on stages where Robin Williams been, and I felt like, you know, I don't want to be corny or whatever, but he was there.
6: Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And with
1: these guys, you go into the room, you can't not be inspired by what's happening and yeah. be moved yeah. and be taken by it. So I'm so very proud that you guys have taken your time to hang
3: out with Yay, myself. Oh, we've had so a great much time. Thank you for coming thank on you. Yeah.
0: with Monica and the Edge of Insanity. It's awesome.
3: We, we can chat forever. A- ask us back. Please we, we are going oh, to. We would love that. <laughs> we are going
1: to ask you back because I want more live performances. I want more stuff going on. Again, absolutely. thank you. DJ Dank and Bertie Bob, thank you again for joining us. I really right appreciate it. Our pleasure. Monica. It's been so much fun. Oh, thank I love you, you.
0: Paul Bramba.
1: I love you, Monica Thomas.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on the Edge of Insanity, Paul.
1: Thank you for being here again, Monica. And thank you, Mistress Patrick. We really appreciate you you being here, my friend.
6: Oh, thank you, man. I always learn stuff. I got a lot to learn, and
1: I love it. There you go. So you can check out everything. He's got books on Amazon. So check out
3: everything Patrick Carlin does. Happy New Year. Yes, happy New Year. End of a decade. And Patrick will bring the cockettes to you, I'll tell you.
6: All right, man. Good luck with that. Maybe you can open the the
3: show for us. Maybe you can be the announcer. Yeah, in the barn. I would
6: love it. Absolutely.
3: Okay, well, we'll talk later then. It sounds cool. All right. There you go. All right, you guys. And we're going to leave you with
1: a little bit of this (laughs) until we go. Bye, guys.
0: Is it some cockettes?
1: Of course it is.
0: Yay! Thrill Peddler's Cockettes.
2: tree Intermingle Nonchalant and single
0: email at sexplorationwithmonica at gmail.com and if you'd like to subscribe to sexploration with monica you can do that on itunes or TuneIn radio and you can always download free episodes at sexplorationwithmonica.com